Welcome to the 29th episode of Long Live Play, the number one Australian PlayStation podcast full of lukewarm takes and mental breaks, hosted by myself, Govinda Whitehurst, and the Riley Reed to my Lana Rhodes, Mr. Kale Adam. How you got? Govinda, we are the most sex-positive PlayStation podcast on the internet. I should change the intro to add that. You should. Update Full it. of lukewarm... <laughs> Sorry, I'm not going to even do it. You know what I was going to say, though. Lukewarm takes, mental breaks, and sex-positive attitudes. It's the PS Podcast. (laughs) I just said the fucking PS Podcast. How's that for a blast from the past? (laughs) The PS Podcast. That sounds like the dumbest fucking name ever. Imagine what kind of idiot would call a PlayStation Podcast that. You'd have to be a moron. Oh my god, fucking idiots. Imagine if two people agreed to call it that and then did it for a year. That's just, honestly... It's just lazy. That's it just lazy, lazy naming conventions right there. I don't know. PlayStation, PS, podcast, PS podcast. <laughs> oh, well, look, there you go. Uh, How you going? I'm, I'm all right. I'm increasingly concerned by the state of the world and my standing in it. Is it because uh, Omicron is wreaking havoc with every vaccinated nation on the planet? Yeah, and it's also just... I, I love that we have to start this podcast by talking about COVID every week, but it's... It is what it is. Yeah, it's creeping Australians, up. Australians, uh, the number one Australian PlayStation COVID podcast full of <laughs> COVID takes and uh, COVID takes and viral outbreaks. Yeah, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Yeah, fuck no, yeah. Speaking of viral outbreaks, no, I'm kidding. We're, we're, we'll get we're, to that later. We're creeping up there. What are we going to do if we have a COVID scare? If you or I become infected with the disease? I would like to think, and this is, I'm going off nothing other than the scientific community. Uh, I think that n- we would just be okay, hopefully, being that you we're vaccinated. So? Unless I it's mean, Omicron, and then we might be eaten by a cyclops in, a, in the n- not-too-distant future as a Omicronian baby. I wonder if you could survive it. Survive what? Uh, COVID. I wonder if you could survive a You wonder if I COVID. could survive it. How was your yeah. how was your vaccine situation, Carl? I was getting vaccinated it's, for you. What happened? It was great. I um, were you like incapacitated for three days, like riddled in bed. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's the sign of a healthy response. All right. <laughs> okay. We also got the dud vaccine, so <laughs> you're probably it probably got the doesn't dud even vaccine. Work. I got the boomer <laughs> vaccine, so you know it's gotta be good. <laughs> no, they're like, oh, like we'll give them this one because, like, well, they've had a good run anyway. So, if they go, they go, and we'll be okay. I can't even remember why I got that. It's so dumb. It's so because dumb. you couldn't find Pfizer and you were lazy and you didn't want to wait. Yeah, that sounds about right. That definitely yeah. sounds about right. No, it is. I'm not saying. I'm not guessing. I'm just remembering something you usually fail to do. <laughs> it's just. It's outrageous. I. I was speaking to my. Uh, America-bound brother and, you know, like my fears about these, uh, we had, what, 60 cases in our state today and that is like an existential threat to my way of life. And New York State posts their their highest numbers ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know, it feels real for the first time. There's an an anxiety about, I think, it's in the air. Honestly, I'm just kind of over the whole thing. 
like you know like we gotta wear masks and stuff now like i literally went to get lunch today and i go into this uh i won't name shame the company that i went to mm. but i went to get a burrito and like no one no no customers no staff members no one's wearing a mask no one's yeah. enforcing check-in this whole re- this whole thing where they're like oh you must be vaccinated to go do things i'm like who's gonna enforce that it's literally no one's like, going to it's unreasonable for you to expect small business owners like at cafes to actually enforce that. Yeah. You can put um, a sign up and say it, but like to, if you actually expect them to actually enforce it, it's really, I think it's really funny and upset. I, as we discussed off air, I came to Brisbane recently and yeah, my experience was that no one was wearing masks. There was no, no one's checked my vaccination thing and it kind of pisses me off. I almost like want it. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like I've just turned 18 and I want to be carded. I want, you're like, I've gone through all the effort of syncing up my check-in app with my vaccination status, and you're not even going to look it for the green tick. How dare you? Kavinda, would it shock you to know that I could not link my vaccination status to the check-in app? What I've had to do is put it in my wallet, my, my iPhone wallet, and uh, that's about the best I could do. So, Based on what it took to set up this episode of this podcast with you today, that does not surprise me at all all one little bit you're you lack a lot of general like skills like just just general life skills you lack i was talking to i'm not calling you dumb i think you're smart in a lot of ways but i just think in like just common sense like trying to just no no it sounds like you're thinking i think you're dumb dumb. in that way yeah for sure and you are and you know it and you won't deny it because you haven't denied it yet you were just clarifying the beauty is people assume i'm like some kind of like tech person because i'm so into video games and like i just i, I can't like troubleshoot you know oh you can't do anything, anything. No, no you not can't at all. troubleshoot anything really like we we had to spend like 15 to 20 minutes trying to get facetime to work on your ipad because you didn't have a clue actually I'm, I'm having like a fucking deep flashback right now to my mum berating me because i wouldn't help her like fix some issue with her computer and like her clearest day i remember saying like if this was like a video game of yours and it wasn't working you'd figure this out and she's right because I can <laughs> heavily, I can heavily mod Fallout Four, but I can't really like figure out like a Bluetooth printer or something. The thing that blows my mind when it comes to like people like asking for help to troubleshoot something is there's a fantastic tool on the internet that everyone has access to in order to do <laughs> the troubleshooting, and it's called Google.com. You can literally type in the question that you have to ask someone to, for troubleshooting help. And it will give you the answer. It will give you many options and many ways to fix it. It's an incredible tool, and I take it for granted every single day. So, I don't know. Does that answer um, how you're going? How, how are you going? <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm was, good. You feeling optimistic for 2022? No, no, no. no. So, I, I saw a really good meme, and it was, like, it was like, oh, I didn't realize that 2022 was meant to be pronounced 2022. Like T double O, yeah. Like it's just twenty twenty again. Two, yeah. No, Two? I don't like that. I don't. Yeah, no. I don't you just I don't like what it that. means and what it stands for, do you? I will say I'm in a fucking black hole of no video games, and it's we can just roll straight into what you're playing. And the truth is, I don't know what to do with myself because there are no new releases, and like my backlog is so infinite. The possibilities are staggering, and I can't commit to anything. I just fucking lay here like an idiot. 
I'm just a little upset that you moved our video game podcast stream to video game so quickly. I'm just saying. Oh, you're not done? You got... Yeah, I mean, I, no, I gave like, you I could, so I many openings. I can be done. I can be done. I was just like, I don't know. We we haven't even been here that long. I like to give the non-video game player something to listen to, you know? But it's gone now and it's ruined and now we're talking about two games we've already played before. And <laughs> it's like, uh, speaking of outbreaks, I'm playing The Last of Us 2 because what the fuck else am I going to do? What a little copycat you are. You know that I was playing that earlier this year and look at you now. You were talking shit you on me. You want to know what sparked it? You want to know what actually sparked it? My me. YouTube suggested... No, no, not you. My YouTube suggested uh, someone doing grounded difficulty with no damage. And I was just watching this person absolutely break this game. Like, they were so good at it. And I was like, it is like watching a movie. And then I started it up. And it's I was like, this fuck. game is incredible. Oh, this okay. No. incredible. I thought you were going to talk about... Did you try the difficulty? Like, did you... Oh, absolutely not. I'm at the point yeah. where... Because like, I'm doing New Game Plus to... I'm going to try and see if I can do a little collectible run, get the platinum. I don't have much to do. Just collectibles and upgrades. I buy... Just... And- just- just for the fans, I'd like to point out that I believe two episodes ago, maybe it was three, I, I got that uh, little Marvel's Avengers Platinum and Govinda clearly stated that he doesn't he doesn't care about trophies or, or Platinums. He stated that for whoa, the whoa, record. Whoa, 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 and I would whoa. like to... I just wanted to play the game. <laughs> to, oh, okay, you can just get those what collectibles for what reason? Just for your own edification, perhaps your own satisfaction. I want to see everything the game has to offer, and those collectibles oh. offer great insight into the world of The Last of Us 2. Fascinating. So, fuck. I guess you won't get that last one so that it won't pop that last trophy. You'll just leave well, one. Well, if it's there, then if it's there, I might as well. Like, I've done almost everything else in the game. But I'm at the point where I'm playing <laughs> New Game Plus on, like, Moderate Plus, whatever that means. And I was like, ah, oh, there's a bunch of cheats I can unlock now, like, with all the credits I have. And I found out today from my friend Steven that the che- the cheats don't affect trophies at all. Like, you can just put all of the cheats on and still get all of the trophies. I didn't even know there were cheats. What are you talking about? How did you not know? When, did you, you had to do New Game Plus, right? No. You have to to get all the mods. Oh, no, no. Sorry, you're right. You're right. I am doing New Game and Plus. As, as soon as you load up New Game Plus, it gives you the option to activate, like, mods and different uh, filters so it looks different. And uh, Yeah, I just didn't look at it. I got really worried for a second because I had to go deep into my online storage to find a save file. It wasn't readily available. I got very worried. No, I found mine real quick and I got there and I started that new game plus and I just started this game off and like, well, first I was watching this YouTube video and I was like, this game just is incredible. Like the, the animations, like something I really appreciate about The Last of Us and it's such a weird little thing, but the, the scene I was watching on YouTube was when Ellie is by herself what's the what's the little tribe called what are the, you know the the seraphites uh, yeah yep that's it i think it's when she almost first sees the seraphites and, and they she's in the woods are, she's in the woods and yeah. there's like the low low-lying ferns on the ground yeah and when you yeah. go prone i just appreciate so much that when you go prone you are actually hidden yeah you're underneath them like, like it's you know you know when you play Horizon and you're hiding in the grass, quote unquote, yeah. and you're really just like standing there and anyone really should be able to see you, but they just don't because they're not programmed to? Yeah. I like that in this, she's actually hidden. I really appreciate it. And the, the animations are just so good. The combat is just spectacular. What a game. So it really just spurred my interest in it again. Yeah, it's such a cut above in terms of quality. And like what I kind of forget is that the combat is fucking great. It's so like impactful. It's, yeah. It's just so... T- yeah, everyone who talks about how the gunplay is like a bit like floaty or like, oh, it's, I'm like, yeah, it kind of, that's just it. It's what it is, right? 
Like, I don't think it is at all. I think it's great. It kind of is, but it's just kind of like it's simulating like you're in the heat of a crazy life or death situation. Like you're not going to be. It's not Call of Duty. There is kick mm. on these guns. Like you've, bullets don't fly dead straight. You know, like there might be a little bit of a inaccuracy there. I just kind of I don't know. Adds to the tension a lot. I, it's really good. And Steve was talking to me about how there's like an infinite ammo cheat you can put on. And I was like, no, I kind of like. I just want to play it like it is, but... Yeah, just normally. Fuck, I'm just having flashbacks. I haven't fired it up in ages, but when I was playing it on stream, like, there was a room I was stuck in for probably 45 minutes trying on Grounded, and just, like, what is required, like, the tricks you need to play to, like, outwit the AI who actually comb rooms looking for you. They're very smart. And you don't have enough ammo for even half of them, so it's got to be melee. You've got to, like, use the environment. And, like, even... The environmental takedowns, like you'll just like yep. melee a dude and then like smash their head into a, like a desk or so- or push them against a wall or like, it's so good. Yeah, I think it's even so like good. you were mentioning last time, like how they call out like where you are to other people yeah. and they actually specify like where like where you are, like behind the yeah. bookshelf or whatever. Like- it's, it's actually a bigger, um, bigger question. I kind of wanted to talk about last week when we we're talking about Halo Infinite, which I actually haven't gone back to, uh, interestingly enough. Like yep. how is how is like AI not moving further? Like ha- Halo's AI is really good, especially on the higher difficulties. And I was thinking about it; it was really good in Halo Three, and that was like fifteen years ago. How is there like yeah. no, like that's still the top tier? Nothing's I except know for the too Last much of Us. About it. I don't it's know really interesting, AI, but I think the Last of Us is really good. Like I think their AI is some of the best, mm. and I. I always thought it, it's strange that it hasn't moved forward, but maybe it's just kind of hard to do. But there's so much more computing power now, especially on the CPU side, which is where most of the AI stuff happens, I'd assume. I'm, I'm surprised it's not better, especially like you play some games and you're like, this AI is dumb. And especially like for that kind of game, surely third-person shooters, we, we figured it out. Like we know how to do AI for that now. Like Yeah, but I guess this is... I think The Last of Us really gives it a platform to shine. Like it, because mm. you're obviously trying to hide from them, so you get more time to hear what they're doing and what they're saying. Whereas yep. something like the like the Guardians of the Galaxy, like it's all action all the time. There is no like stealth combat. So you, I think about the AI in that. I'm like, oh, the AI in Guardians of the Galaxy was really shit. But like, you never really gave them a chance to do anything better. So they did what they needed to do. Yeah, you know. Whereas in The Last of Us, like it, the AI was very important to get right because it would it would kind of ruin it if they were idiots. Another thing, um, fucking hell, how have people not copied the name? Like, your enemies will use names for each other. Like, they'll be like, oh, fuck, Tom. And they'll, like, call out to someone. And it adds yeah. so much. Like, you're just like, holy shit, I just shanked Tom. <laughs> <laughs> not Tom, no. No, it's, uh, yeah. like, it's funny, too, because people... it, like it feels like it's not a difficult thing to do as well. And it adds no. a lot to it, so... Anyway. Because then we think about, I think about Deathloop, right? And that is like a PS4, like that's a next-gen game. Sorry, PS5, like next-gen game. And the AI was dumb. Very dumb and like like nothing. Like no faces. They were just mannequins, essentially. They had no personality, really. And then you look at a PS4 game, like The Last of Us, and you're, Last of Us 2, and you're like, oh, what a difference. Yeah, it's really worlds, worlds apart. And it came out like, what, more than a year ago at this point. It's kind of incredible. The Last of Us 2. Yeah. Yeah, well, it would have been June 2020. Yeah, yeah, and still yeah, no factions. That's when I came back and I was in lockdown. Yeah, still no I factions. I would like to think factions is dead, but something I thought about while I was playing this and watching it on YouTube, I cannot 
fucking wait for Naughty Dog to do a PS5 game. Yeah, it's going to be... Like, whatever it is, whatever it's going to be, get in me. Get in my (laughs) belly, he said. And I I very much, again, I don't care about trophies, I don't care what you say, I don't care at all, but I do appreciate that they just separated grounded difficulty into a completely different trophy set. Yeah, it's its own thing. I, I actually, like, recommend giving it just a shot. Because it's it actually forces you to play it in such a different way. It's like yeah, well, it does. Because I remember doing I did grounded on the first Uncharted and I oh the first uh, Last of Us and I got like very far. Like I got to the hospital. Yeah, yep, yep. And it is completely different. You have like two shivs for half the game. And you're yeah, like, I can't use them. They're so fucking important. <laughs> it's it's um, really good that um that PS5 upgrade. Like you die and you just instantly respawn, and it it's not yeah. as frustrating as you the, might the think. loads like, are really good there. Uh, the one thing I wish that they did, and I guess I feel like at some point they gotta have to give us an actual PS5 version. Uh, it's still not 4K. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? it? But it looks so good anyway. 1440, uh, 60 hertz, but. Oh, look, I'll take it. And it still looks so fucking good. And that's why I, like, I was watching. I was like, man, it's crazy to think this is a PS4 game. Look, anyway, not to stay on this too long. Long story short, Last of Us 2 is amazing. Uh, and part of me, pl- playing just the first little bit, I'm up to Seattle, open world little section. Yeah. Uh, part of me thinks that I, we maybe got it the, the best game of all time wrong. Yeah, you reckon? No, didn't like, we? We went for The Last of Us, like OG. Yeah, okay, interesting. interesting. And I think story-wise, I think it's it's... You can't really argue with that, but as a game, like a total mm. package, yeah, this is just so like they've just really ironed it all out. You know what I mean? So, what really stuck with me because I like I got a bit further than that. I think I got through to the later parts of Seattle, like after the um. Wait, did you not finish it? No, no, I kind of peed it out. Uh, like it, I think you forget this is a thirty-hour game. <laughs> yeah, I don't forget that at all. But I, didn't you need to get collectibles? Yeah, I just never... I kept going as far as I could. I didn't finish it, though. Um, Did you not need to get all the collectibles, though? I had to do a bunch of shit. I can't even remember, but... Wait, but how did you get your collectibles if you didn't play it through? I didn't get the collectibles. So you don't have the platinum? No. Oh, I thought you got this. Yeah. No, no, I didn't. No, I tr- I was... I want to. I still um, want to. This was a strictly stream game, wasn't it? You were just streaming. Yeah, it. yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, that's fair enough. Yeah, look, I was just dabbling because that, that YouTube video really, like, I was like, fuck, it looks so good and I wanted to play it. But yeah, just can't, cannot wait for a Naughty Dog PS5 game. Oh my God. Can, can you believe that in the first game, you couldn't set up those situations where, like, the infected fought the, the fucking... Marauders or whatever. Like, that just wasn't a thing in the first game. And in this, there's so many, like, dynamic situations where you can, like, lead clickers into groups yeah. of... Like, that just wasn't yeah, okay, a thing. that's fair. Yeah, yeah, I didn't even think about that. Remember, they introduced that in uh, the Left Behind DLC. And it was, like, a big thing that you could have three-way fights. Yeah, yeah. And you kind of can let them just work it all out and then come clean up the leftovers. Yeah, so I see what you mean. Like, in that way, this is a much Superior. better... Yeah, thing. Gameplay-wise. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, uh, just one more little thing. I just also ha- would like to point out that I remember in the first game, clickers were so scary for a little bit. Yeah. And I've gotten to a point where I played enough The Last of Us where I'm like, oh, they're actually so chill. Unless you're playing it like without, in the first game without shivs, it was really difficult because you couldn't one hit kill them. But yeah. at least in this, like, if you're playing as Ellie, you just like walk quietly, walk directly into them and then stab them and they die. Uh, did you get? Oh, I guess you didn't, but um, I forgot. There's those fucking creepy ones in this, like the the scary ones, the new type. Yeah, what's their thing? They 
they creep around in the dark. They're like in between clickers and the runners. Yeah. The and they're darkness, like the stealthy yeah. ones. Yeah. And they are yeah. fucking horrifying to me. But anyway. Yeah, that's true. I forgot about that. Thanks for ruining it. No, it's fine. Oh, All right. Uh, what have you been playing, Kale? What have you been playing? So, as previously noted, I'm dead inside. So, I picked up a soulless video game called yeah. uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. <laughs> Did we... We never really covered this in the show, did we? Because we didn't. No, this this came out before we started this show. It was like pre-launch. No, we were being close though. No, we were like six months of it because, as we discovered last week, I played Near Replicant, which came out in February before we started this podcast. Interesting, interesting. I'm gonna. Uh, that's, Valhalla, yeah, that's fair. That's crazy. Valhalla was a launch game for PS5, like it, or it came out on PS4 like a few days before or something. It was right in there. Huh. And yeah, I've like this. It's the fucking infinite video game, and uh, it's so easy to zone out to. I strangely like it. Like I know you and I kind of knocked it a bit. Yeah, I I stand by my knocking it a bit. Honestly, I think this game is super average. It it is. I give it a notch above average on our scale. I think this is like a six, maybe a six five for me. A six five. I think I'd give it a solid six. Yeah, uh, I like. Honestly, the, I might even give it a five five. Like, it's fine. It's 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 a good. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It is. It is fine. <laughs> it does exactly what it sets out to do. I think this game really went for quantity over quality in terms of things to do and places to be. Definitely, and of course, like an idiot, I bought the season pass, so I've got these massive expansions that I never got anywhere near to, and uh, that's kind of why I picked it up. I was like, you know what? All I want right now is something to zone out and listen to podcasts to. And that's what I do. My yeah. Eivor, my fucking Viking man, cruises... You went man? I thought you were a, a Eivor chick. No, she has a terrible... You can change it any time. You just change the... Um... Oh, I thought she had the better voice acting. Was it really bad? No, it's the opposite of Fallout, interestingly enough. Like, the uh, yeah, okay. the dude has the way better voice. He's like... That voice actor was on um The Last Kingdom, so he'd like played a Viking before. Whereas she sounds like she's smoking ciggies all day and has this weird gruff voice and it's super annoying. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought the combat sucks so much. I don't hate it because it's like it's Dark so Souls bad. Light. It's like it's so bad. Like none of the moves feel like they were ever made to work together. Like you... I just just really disappointing. Again, I think I said this. No, I think we did talk about this at some point. Because I remember I'm sure it's saying come up. very I remember saying very specifically, I miss old Assassin's Creed, where you were an actual assassin, rather yeah. than just like, oh, you're just a Viking with a knife in your wrist. It's interesting what has changed, because I probably haven't really played this in a few months. They've added um, a lot of shit, and one of them is this river raids mode. It takes you to a separate map, and you have like a all of England, and there's like a variety of different rivers. Like, you just load into a new area, you sail up and down, like, sacking these villages and military encampments. You take as much loot as you can fit on your ship, and if you die, you lose it all. So the goal is to, like, try and raid as much as you can, and then you take it back to the settlement. Huh. And then the interesting thing is, so you do that, and then the, like, alert level increases, so you'll go to another river. Uh, and if you were to, like, try the same river, there'll be, like, more defences. Like, they'll have... um like chains that they can raise or lower and there's more enemies and yeah i guess at the end of the day i just feel like you still end up fighting the same combat system which feels yeah. really unsatisfying and that's it it is and why more... are there no swords why are there no swords uh govinda there are swords now are there they added yeah. swords yeah they've added one-handed swords. what a weird thing to not have at launch a lot has changed like you might actually i mean i'm not asking I... you to fucking play it but fucking a lot has changed that. 
I hate that like the game that you buy is not the game that it is. <laughs> no, shit, no. This has added so much ridiculous stuff. Like the Island DLC is like another 30 hours. I think the France one is even bigger than that. Yeah, I'm, um, never, I'm never buying DLC for this though. Like I'm not paying more money. Yeah, we already did it. I suppose it's as good a time now as any. I had a quick little story is uh, uh, Dawn of Ragnarok was announced for AC Valhalla. And this is a standalone expansion. Uh, and it's oh. totally mythological. It's more like God of War. It's like you are Odin now. Okay. So it's like you're not even in the same area. You're not the same no, characters. No, totally mythological. You are oh. Odin. It's it's like 40 hours long. It's like as big as most video games. It's almost like a spin-off. Like it's almost like a Lost Legacy. Yeah. It's super weird. It like they really if you've ever watched footage of it, it looks like they're going for God of War. It's like you're fighting frost giants and like Anyway, that's a thing. That's something that happened this week. And who knows? Maybe I'll burn out on this in like a day or two, but I had a fun time listening to an audiobook and just clearing outposts. Yeah, look, you do you, dude. Whatever tickles your fancy. The the problem I'm having with The Last of Us is I like I if I'm playing it again and I'm going to do the new game plus, like I feel obligated to do the collectibles. You got to have something, right? Right, and I feel obligated to, but then I'm like, then what happens is it's my whole second playthrough is me looking at a guide. I like that, though. <laughs> yeah, I know you do, but it just, yeah. So, look, I don't know. I, I'll probably burn out of that, too. I'm, I'm dead inside, dude. We're going into the holidays. <laughs> I'm just, I, I want something to excite me again. Honestly, the one, oh, I think I mentioned it last week. There was another game coming out in January, February, I forget when, uh, that I was wanting to play, but I forgot what it was, like before Elden Ring and Horizon. Oh, yeah, it was yeah. Dying Light 2. Yeah, we talked about that. That's like February 4th yeah. or something. Yeah, real early February, and that is yeah. a, a solid vibe by the looks of things. Yeah, I confirmed it is co-op, so we can be playing that together. Yeah, it is. We should. I, I still think we should play It Takes Two. Yeah, we, we should get there. I actually thought you had cheated on me with our mutual friend and we're playing that, but it turns out my faith in you was no, mistaken. No, 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 no. His, uh, his fiance came back from America, and they're in two, two weeks of home isolation. Lucky. <laughs> Isn't that sick? It's like, hey, welcome back from your holiday. Um, now have another holiday, but at home. It's pretty exciting. <laughs> no, I, th- I actually think it sucks. And I'd hate that. Uh, yeah, I'd like to. The problem is it was on sale and now it's not. And I can't justify spending, it's like 60 bucks for that game. And I just can't. I just can't with that. I think you can. No, I'm not going to. I think you can and you should. Buy it for me for Christmas. No. <laughs> what are you buying me for Christmas? What uh, you should do is you should buy it for us for Christmas. You owe me a birthday present. I got you an early birthday present. No, you I don't. Yeah, I did. We've been over no, this. That was, you got me a birthday present and I'm going to get you a birthday present next year. I got you a present <laughs> this year, for sure. I don't that's remember. What spurred, that's what spurred you. Get, neither do I. I don't remember what you got me, but what you did. <laughs> Kevin, we can I litigate think, this off air. I, I think we need to. <laughs> hate you. Presents are off the table. We're not doing presents anymore. Good. Fuck. <laughs> All right, Govinda, we're going to do a couple of rapid-fire stories here. There was a lot of, like, smaller things this week. I didn't want to waste a full write-up on. I just want your opinion on a few situations. Uh, I, fuck you, by the way. I didn't want to waste a full write-up on. You know why you didn't want to waste a full write-up on it? Because you didn't want to do a full write-up. In case you didn't notice from our lead little intro, we're going to be talking about porn, and I'm excited about that. I wanted to spend my time on that. <laughs> so, Govinda, please go to your first link, open it up. This is, of course, the official poster for the Uncharted movie, starring Tom Holland and Marky Mark Wahlberg. Take it in, look at it, 
describe it and your feelings when you see it. He just looks so small. It's um, it's really not what I thought you were going to go for. I thought it was going to be a little more than that. Maybe some emotion, <laughs> some nuance. Uh, you think Tom Holland is small? Uh, <laughs> just compared to what I expect Nathan Drake to be, honestly. Uh, Sully's not old enough. I don't have a mustache. That's disappointing to me. Honestly, How, disappointed. In what, in what universe does Sully not have a mustache in the movie? Honestly, that's why I'm like, you guys just really kind of, like, I think Mark Wahlberg, whatever, if you like him, huzzah, if not, whatever. But, like, who's the casting here I just cannot get on board with? I'm just, I'm so honest with you. On both, on both parts. I just can't be it's- super hyped on it. It's really bad. So let me, Govinda, you failed in your description. I'm going to take the lead on this one. Whoa, 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 so whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I'm not done. I'm not done. I'm not done. Firstly, you didn't ask for a description. You said, tell me what words come to mind. I wanted a description of the four. Okay, foreground. I can give you a description. I can All give right. you a description, okay? You got Tom Holland wearing the standard Nathan Drake attire with the classic watch, which I feel like they've added a little bit of a highlight on just to make sure you know that he's wearing a watch. Um, but the classic yeah. watch, he's got the Sick Parvis Magna, Magnum. I don't know. Did I say that right? Yeah, that's right. He's got the ring around his uh, neck. You would remember from Uncharted 3. He's wearing the classic little, like, rolled up sleeves, little buttons on the chest. So it's a, it's a Henley, I believe, that that's T-shirt Henley, is that's what I was looking for. He's got his little cargo pants on. He's standing on some rocks. And behind him is Mark Wahlberg. Oh, he's also got his little shoulder strap gun, gun holster as well. He does that. Iconic. Iconic. Uh, hairs in his face, a little disheveled, but kind of hot still, you know what I mean? And then behind oh, I know him, what you, mean. you know what I mean? Behind him, you've got Mark, Marky Mark, the Mark, Marky Mark Wahlberg, holding what looks like a backpack in one in his right hand. This is what's incredible to me is like, everyone's reaction online to this is Mark Wahlberg looks more like Nathan Drake. And of course, he was originally meant to be Nathan Drake. Yes. But the thing is, like, whoever the fuck composed this, they're wearing the same color tones so that was what i was gonna get to right what what i'm missing from this right now here's a couple of things i'm missing i think look tom holland he's 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 nathan drake i've accepted it it is what it is and he kind of looks he's in the right attire i love that where the fuck do they get off with sully not in a fucking hawaiian shirt with a mustache it's outrageous it's like they just went no this is now mark Wahlberg. he's playing mark Wahlberg. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is Uncharted with Mark Wahlberg playing Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> it's it's just so hard when you like Tom Holland is doing his best to fucking tank this thing and distance himself from it in every interview. Like this is gonna be I'm so excited to go see this. We're doing a special episode about this movie. It's Do you want to go see this to together? Be, uh, depends if COVID's still a factor. Then I'm eighteenth of eighteenth of February, twenty twenty two. We can do that. I can make my weekend free for that. Yeah, I think we could probably do that, actually. And then, so they're standing on some rocks. Honestly, I I can tell you right now, Mark Wahlberg is not standing on the rocks. He is imposed behind Mm, the rocks. He's definitely not on any rocks. Tom Holland might be. Honestly, I think they took I think they took this photo of Mark Wahlberg from his original like casting as Nathan Drake. I'm not even joking. Like they, what the fuck? It's incredible. And there is sort of a sunken pirate ship looks to be behind them, but it's so close. The sizing of it is so outrageous. Like it's, it looks really big. It's like it they're makes right no sense. next to it, but it almost looks like the uh, resolution's not great for that. So it's like a little bit like, like not pixely, but noisy, you know, mm. uh, what the fuck is this poster? It's disappointing. That's what it is. It's deeply disappointing. If you scroll down, scroll down. There's a few stills here, and they look even worse. It looks like The Mummy, which a movie that I love, but it looks like a schlocky action movie, like The Mummy, which was a half a comedy, oh. by the way. 
Honestly, let's have a look. I suppose look at these. this that's the thing. This is going to be a comedy movie. That's what we have to steal ourselves for. Who's Antonio Banderas playing? I actually don't know that. Is he the villain? I think this is original, right? Like we don't really this isn't the first game. You can't it's... just make everyone wear khaki. I'm sorry. Like mix up this color palette. Banderas and khaki, Nathan Drake, Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg all in khaki. Like what the fuck? I just think that it's really funny that Elena is not in this at all. <laughs> Look, why why include a female lead when you could have two average white men and just well, Chloe's focus on that? I think they honestly were just like, okay, well, we can't have two love interests for Nathan Drake, so let's pick the hot one. <laughs> yeah, well, look, I, I'm team Elena. Let's let's settle down. Uh, Elena's fine, but I think I, honestly, I think her entrance into the series is more interesting than than Chloe's as well. But that's just me. Because then Kimidra, you can have the cameraman in there and with the, the fucking cameraman that just gets left for dead. <laughs> unnamed cameraman. Uh, this was a, uh, a rousing success. I didn't expect to get that much out of you from this quick fire, um, lukewarm take of a segment. And I'm Well, let's give happy. the official lukewarm take. And I think it's something we don't do enough is I think we need to do some more official lukewarm takes. All right. And my lukewarm take on this is that whoever did this poster should be fired. I just think... This is not. This is the monkey paw that always happens with video game movies. They're like, "Oh, an Uncharted movie, cool," and they're like, "But Mark Wahlberg is Nathan Drake." But Sully. actually, no. Well, he originally was Nathan yeah, Drake, okay, but true. actually, he's not. Now he's Sully. Actually, Tom Holland is now Nathan Drake. Actually, they both look the same, and you're just gonna. It is what. <laughs> actually, it is. now Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg are Nathan Drake. Yeah, there is together. no Sully. There is no Elena. And Antonio Banderas is also Nathan Drake. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. I need to move you right along, Govinda, because we actually have a bit to get through today and we, we're fucking bogged down in the morass right now. Oh, so I hate that. Um, I'm going to potentially cut one of these. That's fine. But I do want to know your take on Ubisoft Quartz, which is, of course, the gaming publisher Ubisoft's take on NFTs, which are everyone's favorite subject in the video game industry right now. So we have an announcement of, yeah, Ubisoft Quartz. This is going to be a marketplace in which you can buy uh, non-fungible token versions of all your favorite weapons, skins, and outfits. Does that sound like a great investment for your hard-earned dollars? (sighs) This is literally probably the worst thing that could happen to gaming. It was so inevitable, though. That's the thing. I know. I know. It was so inevitable. Oh, God. Oh, mate. And, and you know what the worst part is? I don't want you to explain it, but I still don't really understand what these are. And at this point, I'm going to explain it real quickly. From what right. I, my understanding is, is it's going to be that you can buy like a weapon skin, yeah, and only you can have it because it's yours and it's exclusive. Which is on paper cool. That's kind of cool. Own the weapon skin, yeah. But if like if, if they get to a point where like, uh, uh, I'm surprised EA didn't come up with this first. Let's put it that way. God, they will. Like, inevitably. They Give will. Them a few weeks. Like, I, I don't know where I saw it. There was something about when Ubisoft announced this to their internal team and they were ta- they said something like NFTs are just the beginning and words like metaverse and, and web 3.0 were getting thrown around. And I feel like uh, we're getting to that point like just before Ready Player One. Yeah, it's very upsetting. Where it's going to be like a very much like it's disappear into a world and never come back and you can actually buy items and they're yours and like, I don't know like oh it's... fuck does that mean we have to like solve riddles from Mark Zuckerberg's life and he is our like godlike creator oh no dude Elon Musk come on it won't be Zuckerberg 
Well, yeah, well, anyway. Zuckerberg's going to be the evil guy like that runs the corporation. <laughs> but really, we're going to be trying to follow a trail of breadcrumbs from Elon Musk. Holy shit. Uh, just totally off topic on the Musk. Did you, I don't know if you saw these tweets. I like. I kind of like Elon Musk, i got to say. I, I, I think I'm, he's funny. He's, an he's great on Twitter. He was uh, copping shit from Senator Elizabeth Warren, who was like, you know, pay your fair share, billionaires, rah, rah, rah. And he had this comeback, and it was basically like, I just want everyone to know I'll be paying $11 billion in tax this year, and that is that is more tax than any American has ever paid, and that's just this year. And it was just <laughs> it was just kind of like a mic drop moment where you're like, well, uh, look, it's, it's a complicated thing, but yeah. anyway, uh, here we are. Look, uh, but look, it's probably his first year ever paying tax. Yeah, look. And when you're worth like a trillion dollars, I'm like, okay, you can lose them 11 billion. You'll be okay. I think he's down. Tesla stock's been down. Anyway, that's another issue that I'm experiencing. Uh, that was the whole thing. Someone was like, he sold a, like $2.1 billion in Tesla stocks. I'm like, yeah. And then he vested like way more than that and bought them all back for a fraction of the cost. So he just made a, a bazillion <laughs> dollars in that transaction. And he owns more Tesla than he did in the beginning. I don't even know. It's beautiful. Gabinda, uh, that's a dark future that we're going to have to contend with. Honestly, um, I'm not into it. It's just like too much to keep track of is my problem. I'm like, I've got crypto. I've got there's NFTs. Like, where do I keep it all? Someone needs to centralize this shit. I need a centralized like crypto NFT place for everything. Because I'm not gonna. There's no way you're gonna get me onto this Ubisoft Quartz. What's the platform? Oh, my like, favorite. I'm, my favorite take of that was like they called it Quartz because it's worthless. <laughs> <laughs> like that is uh that's that's it well is funny because you say that now and then yeah. you're gonna see like a fucking gun skin going for like twenty five thousand dollars in 10 years and uh, some uh, nine-year-old makes 30 million dollars and i end up working for him like it's one that's of those things where i'm like i have to like i feel like i have to get on board like i have to start buying some shit you just, just gotta keep playing it just in case, you know, like, and then uh, the FOMO's too real and you spend money and it's bad. Anyway, Devinder, again, you've care. just, Fuck you've ran shit. with this topic further than I expected and now I just have to move you along. I, I need to get your take on this next one, which is, of course, that everyone's favorite video game, Cyberpunk 2077, and of course their developers, CD Projekt Red, has settled a lawsuit with investors for $1.85 million, which is no, not chump much. change. If you'll recall, investors sued the company for the state in which it released. So, going on two years later... Is it even... No, it's not even that long. It was only last year. Well, yeah, it was because we, we covered it. Yeah, shit. Okay, so, yeah, $1.85 million, which is nothing for a game of this scale. Yeah. Uh, oh and I guess, yeah, the other one I wanted to really throw in... I don't know if this is an issue, but it came out that... Keanu Reeves, of course. He, it was stated that he he was playing the game and that he liked it. Actually, the CEO of CD Projekt Red had said that. And it came out this week in an interview that Keanu never played the game. Is that a problem? Do you care? Is that I, false I advertising? Really like, it, it's not false. Is it false advertising? Was it advertising that he played it? I don't know if I could consider that advertising. It was a PR stunt, I guess. But like Keanu Reeves playing this was not really going to affect any consumer's buying decision yeah in light of how the game released it was sort of a pretty interesting take that you know a-list hollywood celebrity keanu reeves loves this game it was like throwing a bucket on a like a wildfire like a, a bucket of water on a wildfire like it's like oh it might like it oh it does nothing in the grand scheme of things i think it's just funny that he lied about it like where did he get that information from or did he just absolutely make it up i could see a universe where like i don't know keanu's 
manager or something was like, yeah, yeah Keanu loves it. You yeah, know? that's exactly what I'm thinking. Like, yeah, the, it's like someone reached out to the manager to be like, oh, how's Keanu like the game? And the, the, he was just like, oh, yeah, he loves it. But like, he never even spoke to Keanu about it. You yeah. know what I mean? I also love this first name basis we have with Keanu. <laughs> I mean, it's the only way to be. It's uh, What a chill guy, honestly. I've wanted I love to meet him. Breath. I feel like he'd be really fun to hang out with. Not fun, just like, you know, chill. I want him to be um, like his Johnny Utah character from the hit movie Point Break. You know what I mean? Moving right along. Kyle, what's the next one? I had to throw this in for you. So Final Fantasy XIV was so popular that it has had to be pulled from sales because new players can't get in. Old players can't get in. The servers are still congested. We're talking a week later after launch. Hmm. And kudos to Square Enix because they are actually like, look, at this point, we can't in good faith sell you this game because you can't play it. Respect, it, totally. It's a great problem to have. <laughs> Honestly, it is a great problem to have. It just seems weird to me. Well, it, two things, right? One, it makes me want to play it. No, I know. It's it's actually like, really great good PR. marketing. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, you know, makes me want to play it. Two, you lo- uh, th- we're going to do three things. Makes me want to play it. And then I remember that it's a subscription service. And I'm like, I'm not fucking doing that. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm, You've lost mm-hmm. me again. Why not just make more servers? Why not just add more servers? You got to love them. Uh, Naoki Yoshida is the producer and director of this game. He's sort of the darling. And the quite frankly, the only hope for the Final Fantasy franchise. He's involved with 16. He has an incredible track record here. Uh, he keeps coming out in a, in a very Japanese fashion and apologizing for these the fact that you can't play, the fact that the servers are congested. I was reading that this feeds into like global supply chain issues. Like it's not a matter of just getting new servers. It was like they couldn't get them. And there's also like the whole MMO issue where this is only a problem for a week and then you don't need those yeah. servers again. Uh, look, to be fair, you gotta like actually get those servers up and running so i guess that takes time as well but it just seems funny to lose money to lose revenue to spend money to create servers to then open it up and make and at some point who was who was monitoring the server activity and not being like uh hey guys uh yeah just a quick heads up no yeah we really we're running low on space no it's actually it's actually fascinating because they they warned everyone ahead of time like they warned people they were like look we cannot even just, like, from the pre-order information we have, it's not happening for everyone. Like, there is going to be severe bottlenecking. It's just the way it's going to be. And they, they were really upfront and honest about that. Like, that was before launch, too. Like, this wasn't damage control or anything. So, it's actually an interesting story because they did everything they could to warn people not to... <laughs> not Because people take... This is an MMO. People take a week off work. And just mainline yeah, lose, lose this direct tap into their fucking veins. Honestly, I'm I'm ready for Ready Player One. I'm ready to have just a headset and a haptic suit that I can chuck on and just look, get in there. I'd like to work inside a game. Like that's my job. You want to live in there? Yeah, I want to be a chocobo breeder, and that's how I make money. And like I sell chocobo NFTs to make money. Fuck, that's the grimmest d- timeline. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the only reason I come into reality is to like actually drink water and eat food. I'd, ideally, water. I've got a camel pack on, so I can just suck it down while I'm in the game. I would but ideally eat food and like actually exercise a little bit. My dream is intravenous drip. Like I'm basically in a coma in this game. <laughs> I can't even like my bowels don't even work. They can't even like 
you want ass. matrix level shit. Like you yeah. want a tap, a, a brain tap straight into your spinal cord. Yeah. And, and then just tubes all over your body to make sure your body just survives. Not let it get stronger or fitter or anything. Just You just need the brain to be alive, really. Why go wireless when you can go Ethernet, baby? Jack me in. <laughs> <laughs> they released a new DLC, didn't they? Yeah, this is all because yeah. of Endwalker. Uh, it is the final piece of this storyline. 14 is going to continue, but this is the end of 10 years of storytelling. Uh, and it's a big deal. Do you think that'd ever go free to play? Uh, it's already free to like level 60 or some ridiculous thing. Like You oh, can play this game that. for free. Uh, you just will never play the beginning with me. I, honest to God, and I know you don't either, Like there is no time for this game. It's too much. It's, yeah, it's too that's, much. You're so true. I literally probably play games for like 10 hours a week tops at the moment. So. Yeah, that's, that's a good week too. That's a good that's week. That's a good week, yeah. Honestly, Guardians of the Galaxy was a good week because I was like, quote unquote, training for my job and I did all my training already and I had nothing to do. So I spent like 16 <laughs> hours over two days playing <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. So, that's a beautiful time. That's a beautiful time. Uh, into- anyway, I don't have much to say. That's just a, that's funny. And it's honestly some of the best PR I've ever seen because I want to play it now for some reason. Consider this as a capstone. When this game released, it was in such bad state, they had to take it down and relaunch it. And now they're, it's, a, it's so good that too many people are trying to play it and they can't handle it. It's pretty great. That is pretty great. Kavinda, now it is time for the news we care about. The actual news, not just those hot little potatoes. This is the oh, main... I, th- <laughs> I thought you were just getting really lazy with the news we care about where we don't even introduce it and we no, just no. start talking random shit. <laughs> Buckle in, baby. This is a, this is a subject near and dear to my heart. Kavinda, what kind of PlayStation podcast would we be if we didn't at least touch on or perhaps gently stroke, the subject of Pornhub's Year in Review 2021. In addition to many startling insights that yours truly was forced to investigate in exacting detail, it was revealed that PlayStation is the most popular console of choice for porn watching. Beating out Xbox handily, PlayStation users made up 60.6% of traffic from consoles to Pornhub.com, with a further stalwart 2.2% of Vita users beating off on the go. The Tomb Raider herself, Lara Croft, remains the most searched for video game character on the site, followed closely by Diva of Overwatch fame. Interestingly enough, though, Abby from The Last of Us Part 2 was the only first-party PlayStation-exclusive character to appear on the top 20 list. Does that surprise you? A little bit, yeah, a little bit, honestly. Like, that could have been Aloy. I'm sure people masturbate to Aloy. Aloy, uh, you've got uh, anyone from Uncharted. Yeah, yeah, like Elena, Chloe. Elena, like Chloe, like... you know, you've got that. I'm sure there's more. I just can't even think of them. Like, I'm surprised there's not some weird Ratchet and Clank shit going on in there. <laughs> <laughs> the first thing I'd like to point out is when it says PlayStation users made up 60, 60.6% of traffic, there is no web browser on a PS5. So that's PS4, so this has to PS3 be, yep. only. There is a weird little back way to get use of a of a browser on a ps5 but it is really annoying you really have to look for it it's it's fucked and not many people are going to be doing that uh so yeah that's interesting that it's still up there i thought it was a sad seeing the decline of the ps vita i think in the stats ps vita dropped like 75 percent or something crazy from last year it's porn on the go you know well it dropped 75 percent of what it was last year which means yeah ps vita is i think this is really the final nail in the coffin if you're not jerking off to your PS Vita screen, then it's what's the point of it existing anymore? I mean, it's that beautiful OLED. It's 
it's just so crystal clear. It's um, it's a beautiful thing. What do you think about this um obsession with Diva? I was quite shocked to find that uh, Diva is apparently very big in the deep fake porn world. <laughs> Honestly, this is news to me. I I don't I didn't know this. Uh, I just it makes sense, I guess. Like I'm thinking of that of Overwatch. It's a big game. Yeah, popular esports, all that jazz. So. I'm trying to think of any other character in, in Overwatch that you might want to watch a porn of, and I can't. What was the the the, the Pharaoh? The the flying girl? Oh, yeah, that's or true. Or is that just me? I don't know. <laughs> or is D- well, I guess Diva, because Diva, you get out of the mech suit as Diva, and you can actually see her in a little tight spandex suit, whereas Pharaoh is always true. in the full like flight suit. Uh, so maybe that has something to do with it. I think one thing that I think is super interesting is if you look in the year of review, most search for video games, number two is Minecraft. Yeah, what's going on there? <laughs> Who's searching Pornhub for Minecraft? That's, yeah, that's like it, There's a like, level of deviancy like, going on there. <laughs> You'll note that uh, Super Mario, right up there in the top five, <laughs> most searched for well, characters. Well, once upon a time, as you obviously know, because you see me all the time, but other people might not, I, I do have a mustache, much like Mario has. And once upon a time, someone told me, well, they didn't tell me, they asked me a question when I first met them, first time I'd ever met them. And they said, oh, nice mustache. Do you know you know what I call it? And I was like, well, what do you call it? Uh, and and uh, she actually was like, oh, I called a clit tickler. Well, that's horrific. <laughs> I don't like that image. <laughs> well, um, neither did I. It was especially as our first meeting. It was pretty uh, aggressive, honestly. But here we are, huh? Uh, All right. So you think that's the, this is this is the game of girls are searching for Mario for this 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 possibly reason. possibly yeah this could possibly be a thing. And this is just a loose hypothesis with very little data to base this off. Yeah. Uh, but look, that is that is what it is. I think really, Kale, was this, was this just a reason a, a reason a a vessel for you to talk about porn. I did. Uh, yeah, I actually really would recommend everyone go check out the year in review. It's great. Like, every year they release the most fascinating stats. Uh, and it's, like, yeah. genuinely interesting. It's really it well presented. The, the cross-gen one, I think, is really good. And when I say cross-gen, I'm not talking about consoles. I'm talking about generations of human beings. Yeah, uh, would you I like I thought to... the most interesting one... The, I'm just going to point out what my most interesting one is for uh, the boomers, for the baby boomer generation, so 55 years or older, up 59% hand jobs. They like to search for hand jobs. So I think if you've ever seen <laughs> if you've ever seen South Park, it really holds credence to the the term old fashioned. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The old fashioned. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Which is a hand job. Uh, and it, it's old fashioned because boomers like it and that's why it's up fifty nine percent of their searches this year. It's, uh, we really should have just gone through the review. It should have been like a crazy crossover episode. Are we doing, are we going to start a porn podcast, Kale? Is that what's happening? We shouldn't. Someone has to. (laughs) I'm sure they exist. I don't want to know about them. (laughs) So look, I I think that's all it needed to be. I just thought that was uh, some interesting insights there into your, your depraved fucking minds and what you use your thousand dollar video game consoles for. Yeah. I just think like, just get, use your phone. Use the computer. <laughs> but hey, that's just me. It's just me. It's only because I know how to delete the history on my computer. I don't know how to delete the history on my PlayStation. <laughs> shit's, shit's there forever. <laughs> shit's you know fuck. what I mean? <laughs> All right, let's, let's move this shit right along. We're going to keep this listicle going. Essential website howlongtobeat.com has revealed some stats and habits of gamers. 
while not representative of the entire gaming audience, some pretty interesting factoids can be gleaned from users of this site. So if you don't know, How Long to Beat is a website that literally tells you how long a game takes to beat. They do more, but... Yeah, yeah, I literally, before I play any game, I, I use How Long to Beat. It truly is an essential website to me. I just like to know. I just like to know what I'm in for. Well, look, you're you're weird like that. It's like I people mean, who look up spoilers before they play a game. No, I'm kidding. It's actually it's not totally different. It's like looking, it's totally it's like looking up how long the movie is. Yeah. Which I should have done before I went to sit down into the three hours and 20 minutes of Dune. It's pronounced Dune. I don't know, dude. People give me... Like, I, I hear it so many different ways. And I say Dune and people are like, you're so dumb. You know? Like, it's like if you say... I remember... Oh, this is just for you. I'm honestly probably going to cut this out. <laughs> I said... I once said stupid to like around... Stupid? And she was like... Stupid? You mean stupid? And I was like, no, stupid. I mean stupid. Stupid. I've never really noticed the difference, but I think she's on to something. I think, I think you're... Well, then if it's stupid, it should be June. <laughs> Hmm, okay, yeah, that's a lot to uh, mull over, actually. So, it's stupid. It's actually how it is. It's stupid, not stupid. Mm. But she's just a fucking Aussie, and stupid sounds right to her, but fuck that shit. Stupid. Anyway, so yeah, it's, like, it's just like seeing how long a movie is before you see it. You know what I mean? It's essential information that I need. I must have it. Otherwise, you will implode. So... Uh, what they've got, we've got two lists here. We're not going to go through every list that they did because I'm sure there's more than this, but we're just going to look right now at the most completed games, yeah. which I would take as games actually completed and how the most of them completed, completed by the most people this year, percentage-wise yeah. of gamers. Not the total amount, but the percentage of people that started the game that actually completed the game. Specifically on the website howlongtobeat.com. <laughs> which is not representative of the entire gaming community, which we... No mentioned previously <laughs> uh number one we have resident evil village which i was <laughs> this is surprising to me i am too because like you and i beat this it, it's pretty you know it's pretty approachable it wasn't too long it wasn't too it's difficult. approachable but look let's let's i'm gonna give this a quick uh long live play review rubric review oh that okay hard. that was a mouthful that was and a lot i'm gonna say it's a six it's good yeah it's fine it's, it's good a fine game. Game. solid effort yeah. Will appeal to fans of the genre, but it's held back or left down by some as- aspects of its design. I think it's a six. Great use of the ru- ru- the review rubric. <laughs> review rubric. The rubric. The, the long live play rubric. Uh, so I, I'm surprised that there's that many people that have finished this game, percentage wise, of the people that started it. <laughs> it's funny. I can almost see, um, just to keep moving through it, like I can see a bit of uh, bias here. Like number two was Metroid Dread. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nintendo exclusive. Uh, mm-hmm. Number five was Super Mario 3D World, Bowser's Fury, mm-hmm. Nintendo exclusive. Um, I guess that's it, but... That's I don't it, know. yeah. So, you, you saw nothing there. You well, just started calling shit out. I feel like Metroid Dread isn't one of the best-selling games of the year, so it's... I think a lot of true, these true, people true. have Switches, is all I'm trying to say, I guess. <laughs> uh, You're extrapolating crazy? some crazy shit right now. Uh, they've also got number three is Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Uh, number four is It Takes Two. We definitely need to play that okay, game. I'm just saying it again. We should. Uh, as you said, Metro, uh, Super Mario 3D World is number five. 12 minutes. What is that? That's that weird. It's um being received very, uh, I think it's very mixed. That's that like kind of top down, almost like shoebox diorama sort of game. And there's like a mystery and it plays out within 12 minutes and you like play it multiple times to try and figure out. 
Oh yeah. Do you okay, remember that? Hearing about that? Yeah. Yes. Uh, seven. We've got Psychonauts two. Eight's near replicant version. I'm not doing it all because that's dumb. What a shit name for a game. I'm just going to loop back to that real quick. Are you fucking kidding me with that name? Yeah, uh, dude. You don't fucking get it. All right. You don't get it. So just move just on. Can't you just can't just say it. like version 1.22. Obviously, you're not familiar with Yoko Taro or Nier Automata or the genius author nature of that developer or of the Japanese development scene. So you just don't get it, dude. Just move on. Absolutely the fucking dumbest name ever. <laughs> Nine's the medium. Ten is Little Nightmares 2. Uh, though you get to the end of that list, and I have honestly couldn't tell you much about any of those fucking games. But Russian Clank, yeah, that was a fun game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Isn't it funny? I beat two of those games. That's okay. it. Oh, actually, sorry, I three. beat near. I beat near replicant as yeah, well. You got yeah. three. I, I got two. You got three. Okay, so nothing really there. I was just surprised that Resident Evil Village was at the top because, like, it's fine. It's a good. It's good, I guess. Uh, and then the next one is we've got most retired games of 2021, which is games that were started but never finished. Number one, funnily enough, 12 minutes, <laughs> uh, which was also number six of the previous most, list of most completed. That's really interesting. Uh, number two, Loop Hero. Really weird coincidence. I didn't talk about it because I, don't, I believe it's not on PlayStation. I'm playing that right now on Switch, and it's probably the most bizarre game I've ever played. I, it defies... I couldn't even describe it to you. But uh, How long until cool. retirement for you? I mean, I don't think you can... Maybe you can finish it. It seems like you just keep playing it. Anyway. It seems like it shouldn't be in the list if it can't be beaten. Maybe I'm wrong. Usually you are. Number three, we've got The Ascent. Number four is Outriders. Number five, The Medium. Number six, this is the one that we were here for, guys. Number six is Returnal. Number seven, Oddworld Soulstorm. Number eight, Back for Blood. Number nine, Cyber Shadow. Number ten, Biomutant, a game that I forgot even fucking existed. Yeah, that came out this year. We're going to, again, we should have set it up front, but we're going to be doing Game of the Year next week, and we'll be going through all the major... Obviously, we didn't play everything, but I, I when putting that together, I forgot about Biomutant. I forgot that happened. It's do they still support that game? Oh god, who knows? It was in a pretty rough state when it came out. It's funny to look at this list though. Like I did, I didn't finish Outriders. I bought it, played it. Yep, same. I beat Returnal. I started Oddworld Soulstorm. That was a PS Plus game. What a fucking shit game. I also tried uh, Back for Blood on. um, Yeah, I did the beta. uh, Xbox Game Pass. I tried it a little bit. Yeah, it was fine. So, uh, yeah, the the fun stat here was that uh, only 58% of players beat Returnal's first boss and only 10% made it to Act 3, which I thought was, like, that's pretty damning. At that point, this game was so random at launch. Like, the yeah. your odds of progressing, like, I just had such a lucky run. I would have given up on this game for sure, but I just, I beat the last three levels in one life because I just had such a well, ridiculous... Well, you beat the last three biomes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just that's not just the last three levels. Like you just, sm- yeah. Okay. Well, the the funny thing that I see about this, and I, it's actually kind of sad, and hopefully they kind of address this in the future with any more games from Housemark. If I paid full price, full retail price for a game, and and sixty percent of players don't beat the first boss, it's a problem. That's fucked. That's a problem. Like that's a problem, and that's like that's when you're looking at this game, and you're like, oh well, I think that stat alone dictates that this should not have cost full retail price. I'm having a flashback to when this came out. I remember you saying that you're done with roguelikes. You will never buy another full price roguelike. No, I think, that right? I, want, I think that was it. I think that was the caveat. It's not necessarily roguelikes because like, 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 they're interesting to me to some extent for a little mess around thing. I, I, I've accepted I will never beat one. Yeah. 
Like, I just won't commit to that. But, like, Rogue Legacy, I love that game. I put in, like, a decent That was a great game. With the full expectation that, like, I probably wasn't going to beat it. Yeah. For them uh, to charge a, a US $70 or, like, $110, $120 Australian to buy a roguelike that only 40% of people are going to beat the first boss of, I think is egregious. It's... I, I'd like to add for myself, and I'd like to be held to this, I will never again buy a full-price platformer. I'm still so salty I bought Metroid Dread at full price. You mean like a 2D platformer? Yeah. Okay, because I was thinking Ratchet and Clank's kind of like a little 3D action platformer. Yeah, it's just... um, It feels bad to pay that much money for that kind of game. So, wait, sorry. How much was Metroid Dread? It was like... I it was like ninety Australian dollars, which is kind of full price for Nintendo. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, any platformer for me, because I'm just not good at them. I've accepted that. It's not like it's like an old school thing that I just never was good at. Even Mario, I'm bad at Mario. I'm I'm man enough to say it. Uh, and I'm just never gonna. I'm not gonna spend a lot of money on them. No, it's I remember fair. Shovel Knight. I was like super hyped. I was like, oh, big reviews. This is awesome. People are talking about how good Shovel Knight is. And then I was playing it. I'm like, I'm so bad at this. I think I <laughs> platinumed it. I I definitely tried. I can't even remember. I don't think you did, dude. Let's I've gone through fucking... your checklist before. I don't think you platinumed. Oh, it. okay. Yeah, we don't need to check that. No, right we don't now, need but... to check it. We can you can you can put a pin in it. We'll talk about it next week if you actually did. But I don't think you did. So we can put, we can just shuffle that right under the carpet. All right, Govinda, let's get out of here. I'm so hot in this room. I'm yeah, dude, sweaty. it's so fucking sweaty. Summers. Woo! Yay! Fuck <laughs> this podcast is going to go down the the drain next month and moving yeah, into like the heat of the Australian summer. It's going to just be... Just wait. I'm going to be complaining a lot, <laughs> like more than usual. And that's whoop, saying something. That is uh, Anyway, this has been episode 29 of Long Live Play. I've been me. He's been him. Let's get the fuck out of here, Kale. Where can the good people maybe find us? They can find us at Long Live Pod, Instagram and Twitter. And please be excited for the fucking Game of the Year review because I think you're going to be surprised about the my Game of picks. the Year review was really misleading as if we're going to be playing It Takes Two and reviewing it. You mean, oh, we're going to call it Long Live oh, yeah, yeah, Plays yeah, yeah, yeah. Year in Review. Year in Review, okay, I which like is gonna, which is gonna, Which is going to really culminate and really, ah, what am I, crescendo is what I'm looking for. It's going to crescendo at Long Live Plays official first Game of the Year award. It's a big deal. This is better than that fucking Kef- Jeff Keeley's announcement. It's a big this deal. Gonna- <laughs> we're gonna have we're gonna have interviews with special guests. We're gonna have game reveals. We're gonna have at least three game reveals that are gonna be of the level of, <laughs> of the level of Bioshock three. Four. Four. Yeah, even well, better. Infinite was never a numbered Bioshock. It's true. You're right there. It was just Bioshock Infinite. So I'm thinking Bioshock 3 is really what they could call the next one just to really fuck with everyone. But yeah, we're going to have at least three reveals on the level of Bioshock 3 slash 4, whatever they decide to call it. Um, So uh, please be excited for for what's to come. (laughs) Please be excited. It's so grim. All right. Until next time. See you later.